Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member Fender Civic, Texas Hill Country Advisors is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, and Texas Hill Country Advisors and not those of Next Financial Group. The S&P 500 is a market cap weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price weighted index of 30 actively traded blue chip stocks. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Texas Hill Country Advisors Weekly Community Podcast. We are your co-hosts, Andrew Gay and Gilbert Pies. And today we are joined by Leslie Robertson from SWBC. Hello. Leslie. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, Thank we're, you for joining us. Yes, we're really excited to have you here. And of course, this is the once a week podcast where we take a break from talking about some of the financial market stuff that is kind of yawn, can be kind of boring and invite some community members onto our show to talk about some of the, the cool stuff you're doing right here in our backyard. So way more exciting too. <laughs> way, way more exciting. Okay. So why don't uh, you just start with a little bit of an introduction, who you are, maybe some of uh, your background about how you ended up doing what you do for SWBC here in Kerrville. Okay, well, I'm uh, I'm with SWBC Mortgage. I'm a branch manager here. Our office is at 322 Thompson Drive. So, you guys come by and see me anytime. You're not far down the road. No, You're like right there. No, Thompson I, and Cully, right? That's right. Okay. It's very very close. Yeah. Um, right on the river. So it's also a great great place to watch the fireworks every year. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Right on the Guadalupe. Maybe a good spot for the solar eclipse. Coming up. Hey. Um, so I, uh, I'm a Tyvee graduate. I graduated back in uh, 1987, hey. and um, then after college, I actually went to Los Angeles and got a job with Steven Spielberg. So I worked in movies for about a decade wow. in, in his production office. I was in his producer's office. Hey, wow. thank you very much. Um, and it's then, well, it's nice. it so much fun. You know, all the it Jurassic cool. Parks and Casper and Flintstone and Saving Private Ryan and uh, all, all of them during the 90s. You had nice timing. Good timing. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We always said during the 90s, it was like Camelot getting to work for Amblin Entertainment um, during that time period was truly like if I could pick any decade, it would be that decade. Well, a lot how, of fun. And then how did you end up in mortgages? You know, um, we started our family and I, I knew I did not want to raise children in Los Angeles. You, you know, when you have, a, when you have a child, you instantly have to get on a waiting list for school before they're, out, even home from the hospital. And, yeah. um, and back then it's just not where I wanted to raise kids and I knew I wanted to be home. So actually when we had my first child, I flew home to Kerrville when I was eight and a half months pregnant, had to get a note from my doctor. Oh, wow. You should have seen the people as I walked on the plane. Don't um, have this kid on yes, this plane. <laughs> uh, because I wanted to have a Texan. Okay. And so we came here to the original Peterson Hospital, and and uh, she was born there. And then two weeks after her birth, we flew back. Wow. So anyway, um, yeah, when she was born, I uh, I went back to work on one show, and I went to work, and she was asleep. I came home, and she was asleep for the night. 
my mom flew out to be our nanny. So I was comfortable with, with who she was with, sure. but I saw her on the weekends and that's, you know, that's no way to lead a life. No job is cool enough to give up being the one who gets to raise your children. Amen to that. So we came home and, um, my brother, obviously not a lot of movies being made in Kerrville, but my brother <laughs> owned a mortgage company in San Antonio. Okay. And, um, I had two children by then and wanted to get back into the workforce. And so he taught me the business. I became his partner. Um, we, we were partners in a small mortgage company. We probably had 10 or 15 loan officers at any given time. Um, up until about 06, 07, when our country crashed, the subprime crash happened. Yeah. And, um, having that compliance responsibility, things were changing daily, just wasn't comfortable. Mm -hmm. So we, um, we closed up shop and that's when I found SWBC mortgage. Actually, one of the loan officers who worked for us found SWBC and he told me about, it. he said, you've got to research this company. They're great. And so I went and joined them and have been with them ever since. And, so. and they don't do just mortgages, right? You were telling me earlier that they do yeah. a lot of other things. So the owners of our company, um, Charlie Amato and Gary Dudley, met each other uh, back in college at uh, Nacogdoches, actually, this is where they went to. Stephen F. Yes, Austin. Yeah. Hey, hey. So, Lumberjacks. Uh, yeah, in your <laughs> neck of the woods. And they were um, fast friends and both incredibly smart businessmen and started an insurance and investment company, SWBC Insurance, which you okay. may see every once in a while. Mm -hmm. um, they have opened different branches of things. Now they have a mortgage company. They have a an HR division. They own the Spurs, um, one of the group that own the Spurs. Yeah, sure. um, so they're very diversified, which is really great as a company when one area of life struggles, much yes. like mortgages are struggling the last year or so, the other divisions kind of pick up the slack. So we we are one of the very few companies that service our own loans. So we take loans from application, we close it, we fund it, and we service it. Wow. Yeah, um, we had a mortgage a person on here to, and then they start talking to us about allocation. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. <laughs> and you know, that's a, a lot of clients are very comfortable coming to SWBC because they know we're not going to sell it. You know, yeah. we're not, they're not going to wonder where it's going. We're very stable. We're not, I'm going to tell you, we are not the aggressive, um, you know, do everything online. Yeah. Um, costs are the lowest. We're not that, but those companies, are all going out of business now. Sure. We're, we're stable, we're secure. Um, actually, I know we're gonna talk about this in a little bit, but last year alone in 2022, over 50 lenders went out of business. Not an individual in office, I'm talking about lenders, like we were talking about Wells yes. Fargo no longer does home loans, yep. Flagstar Bank, large corporations. And it's because they could not survive what's happening right now in, in our industry because they have debt. SWBC runs on zero debt, zero mm -hmm. debt. We talk about that a lot too, about yeah. leverage and how that can, you know, cause so important. I think it's uh, Warren Buffett is credited with that quote, right? That we always talk about the tide goes out. You don't know who's swimming without their, their trunks on until yeah. the tide goes out. And as soon as that happens, <laughs> you find out who's levered to the hill. Very quickly. Yeah. And higher interest rates are definitely uh, of the leverage 
piece is really, really hurting a lot of companies right now. And that's why a lot of those companies probably got out of mortgage business. Oh, they just, they, they suffered instantly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How many employees does SWBC have? Oh gosh. You know what? That's something I don't know. We're national. Are you talking about SWBC mortgage or all of it? I mean, we, uh, I don't know. That's horrible. (laughs) I know what my branch has probably, um, I don't even want to guess wow, okay. where we are. Uh, our our um, corporate office is based in San Antonio on San Pedro, uh, that tall building that says SWBC. Yeah, but okay. we have the way they've done it to keep it small and to keep it personal is every every branch has a branch manager and that branch manager is in charge of their group. So we're Good. in. I'm um, glad you're talking about that because I was going to ask. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's very important to touch on because it's not it's really personal. the norm in, right. in most a lot of business no, models like that. And we have all the technology. You know, you could do everything online if that's what you want. But you could also come in and sit down with me and I could take your loan application in person if that's what you want. Right. So we really tailor it to the person's needs, not to what's best for our our system. And uh, and because of that. It's just a, every branch, it's a small town feel. And it's yeah. that personal attention that some of, of, of our lenders now, you know, the rocket mortgages, all those types of, uh, they, they just have lost that personal touch. You never can talk to the same person. If you have a problem, hopefully you can get someone who will solve it. But our clients know you're not dealing with who knows, you're dealing with me. Start yeah, to finish right. and even after you close. That's pretty right. awesome. Yeah. I was I was going to ask you, one of the questions I was going to ask you is, why should people do business with you? But you just answered it all right yeah. there. It's it's a personal relationship with right. a human being, not mm-hmm. a 1-800 number or a website. Right. Uh, you, can, you can do business with people the way you choose to do business with them, not this cold and personal, hey, you got an email and a website. Um, this is what you need to do. Otherwise, don't call us. Right. Uh, you, you don't have to do that with SWBC. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Hey, I, I did want to ask you about so the interest rates. You mentioned that, mm-hmm. or or about the pressure that some of the lenders yeah. are, are coming under, uh, mm-hmm. especially after last year. So, and it's interesting to me. One of the things on the back end of that that Gilbert and I talk about a lot is the seemingly uh, long-awaited for and anticipated long and variable lag of tightening monetary policy and the higher interest rates. And a lot of economists and analysts don't even think that the full effect of that has actually taken hold in the economy and things that are very interest rate sensitive, like the sectors, like the housing sector and Mm -hmm. stuff, you'll see, you know, that that started to get into correction territory and started a downward trend when the Fed just announced that they were actually going to hike rates at the beginning of 22 before they actually did it. Mm -hmm. So what, what do you think, um, is your take on some of maybe some of that pressure here locally? Cause that's something else we talk about too is, okay, well, we know that the trend nationally, we can see the data, right. And mostly it's in larger urban, den- more densely popu- populated areas, but have you seen, or what's your perspective with some of that pressure, if any here at a more local yeah. perspective? Well, you know, it's really all about inflation, you know, the government stepping in and trying to adjust things, they're looking at our inflation rate. And uh, I guess it was probably June of 22 was the peak. Yeah. Inflation was like nine. And they, (laughs) they ripped the bandaid off, you know, and I guess they thought let's hurt 
for the shortest amount of time possible. Um, they didn't ask me. I would have done it they a different have, way. They didn't ask they us didn't either. Ask you guys. So, yeah, okay. I'm really upset about that. I know. I mean, they, <laughs> uh, they took, you know, the Fed, the base rate was a quarter of a point. So then interest rates are added to that. Yes. So that's why we saw the the 3%, you know, high twos. Um, they went from 0.25 to, to 5 in a short amount of time, which instead of slowly going up there, you know, take two years to do it. Don't do it in a quarter. Don't do it yeah. in three months. Right. Um, it made everybody freeze as far as spending money. Sure. So they went into save mode. So, but all of these items that were, um, were running out of stock, you know, you saw it, toilet paper, yeah. um, eggs, everything that was either not on the shelves or the price was skyrocketing. Um, all of a sudden now we're seeing them come down because people stopped buying them. So supply and demand, the supply yeah. had a chance to catch up. Um, I think we're seeing the same thing by raising interest rates. It stopped the madness of the, of 20 and 21. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm sure y'all saw this. Um, Cash buyers got almost every offer. You know, very yes. few, yes. very few people who had a home loan were winning those offers. Now, the real estate community was still going under contract. They were they were doing great, but people, an average person who needs a home loan for a primary residence, yeah, was not able to win one because a person who was buying something as an investment property who could pay 50,000 over asking price uh, was getting it. They were winning. So what we're seeing now is those, that group of people, the investors who were getting into real estate at a very great time, um, they're, they're done investing in real estate. Yeah. And so now it's allowing people who actually need a home to live in Right. to to uh, find one. Um, we're not near where we need to be as far as the supply of home loans. But builders are able to build again because lumber has gone back down. It went skyrocket crazy for a year or so. So they stopped building or yeah. slowed their building. So uh, we're, we're getting back to normal, whatever normal is. I don't, I think Normal, the last time we saw normal was probably in uh, 19, 2019. Uh, we've been nuts ever since then. It, out yeah. of balance one way or the other. Right. Um, so I truly think, I mean, if, if, if what crystal balls broken, broke a long, long time ago. Ours Mine's were cloudy. Yeah, okay. yours were cloudy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am hoping by the end of this year, that we will be balanced across the board, you know, supply, demand, not only in real estate, but everything else. Um, and to me, that means our interest rates probably will live maybe in the 5% range. I don't, I don't foresee us being able to, to live in the two, three, 4%. It wasn't healthy. No, it, it wasn't. wasn't. And you're leading right into what I was going to kind of try to lean, lean into there is, mm -hmm. is, you know, the time period from after the recession, when the Fed cut basically yeah. to zero, they started raising again in 2015, all the way to 2018 paused, 
COVID, they cut one time in the beginning of 2019, COVID happened, cut back to zero. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, who was the person, who was, was it PBS that did that special on the end of the age of easy money or Mm -hmm. whatever? It's just, you know, the sugar high, like we had to get off of it. So, Mm -hmm. and and now that we're finally off and the Fed funds rates at 5%, okay, hopefully that can, that can find a new equilibrium because mm-hmm. I think the Fed is planning on holding it there for a little while. So. so so what does that look like maybe locally? Do you see uh, inventory continuing to build up a little bit? Because I, I think there has been a little bit of a buildup in inventory over mm-hmm. the last like six months, right, mm-hmm. locally. But like what, what do you think – how do you see that playing out here locally as far as some of the, the metrics for some of that? No, I, I think you're right. I think that uh, – uh, um, we're not near where we need to be. Uh, right. You know, I think uh, we hear, especially from Sid Peterson, they have all these employees that they need to hire and yes. they just can't find a place to live. That's right. Um, I mean, go yeah, they're to, like staying at Shriner. Uh, yes, RV parks. Go to the RV parks and there's uh, full-time residents staying there. Um, that's, that's a for sure sign. When you start seeing our RV parks for campers only and not full-time residents, you'll know that we're back where we need to be. Um, I, you know, I think things are going to help like that big subdivision that's, that's going in out by the high school. That's going to alleviate a little bit. Uh, I do think we're still short quite a few, but ultimately life happens. People are always going to need a place to live. Uh, job changes happen. So there's always going to be people leaving and needing to list their homes. So, um, you know, you may want to have a, a realtor in here sometime to, to see how that market is going. But I see a little more inventory coming on at decent prices and and sellers willing to actually negotiate. They're not expecting full asking or even over asking anymore. Yeah, right. And and the house is actually they're in better shape. For a while, we saw houses that just were in desperate need of repair. And that's tough when you need a home loan. Right. You, you know, yeah, one of the things I was going to mention is uh, Kerrville is unique. Um, we, we obviously have a lack of affordable or attainable housing, mm-hmm. however you want to phrase it. And and there's some things that are going on, like the new subdivision out by the high school that is hoping to alleviate some of that. Um, but, but when you make mortgages, uh, I, this is more specific, I guess, to you and SWBC. Do you make mortgages just in Kerrville? Oh, no. Probably not, right? No, no, no. We're national. Okay, so so we, we're in almost every state. There's a couple of states we're not licensed in, but I personally am licensed in Texas and Colorado okay. because I have a lot of family in Colorado. And sure. so uh, I, I nice. got that license specifically for that. Uh, but no, anywhere, anywhere. Anywhere. Okay, good. Um, mm-hmm. The next question I want to ask you, too, is what about how do you, how do customers find you generally? Do you market and network with a lot of realtors or... Do you do a lot of advertising on your own as a business owner? You know, um, realtors are by far uh, my best referral source because they're dealing directly with people who need my services. Um, for me, I've been here a very long time. And uh, and so I have a lot of like repeat business from past clients or they'll refer their family and friends. Um yeah, I mean, as far as like marketing myself, uh, as far as SWBC, you won't see national commercials for SWBC. Right. We choose mm. not to, and I think that keeps our costs down. But also, their model is 
they have spread us out in all the towns around America. It's our job to market ourselves. Um, so, you know, you'll like you see Rocket Mortgage and, and things. Yeah, um, they're like all over the place. Right. Advertising. And, and we are much more personal. You know, we do one on one marketing, getting to know people like yourself. And, yeah. Um, well, yeah. And, and this helps marketing, I guess, a little bit. Being yeah. on our show, all, yeah. all of all of two people will watch this. Me and Andrew, and Hi then guys. maybe yeah. So both of your moms are watching. <laughs> yeah, there you that's go. exactly there you right. Go. There you go. Big fans. Uh, my, Big my, fans. My mom is watching from long distance. Um, uh, but or your uh, wife, maybe. Uh, maybe my wonderful wife. So four people. There you go. There you go. Four total. Well, uh, I'm glad because I don't know how much uh, <laughs> true knowledge I have to impart. So well, well, more than anything else, like like me and Andrew in our business. You, you help educate people, help yes. them understand the process. Because mm -hmm. sometimes, frankly, mortgage investing, it can be kind of scary if you're not familiar with those things, especially if you're a first time investor or first time um, home buyer. Mm -hmm. You need somebody to hold your hand and educate you about things. And you, you can do that for people on a local level. You're not being mandated by right. somebody in a cubicle in San no. Francisco to shove this product down somebody's throat. You've got a lot of options available for people that's right and mm -hmm. and because we're we're our own servicer we actually there's no overlays a lot of times a lender will they'll take the government guidelines but then they'll like up it a little bit just to be sure that they're doing everything so there's yeah. overlays um so we don't we don't have those and if if there's a unique situation we can get an exception you know we can go directly to our underwriter and say okay look at this guy and the underwriter like i i know them I know I where they say, live. You have, you have a voice. Yes, right? they like, know me um, yeah. personally. So that that's a big deal. That's it. Really, really is. And yeah. uh, and, and I feel like that we can better serve our clients because of that. And you're right. I'm. They they come to me for help, and so I'm their guide. I always I always say, you know, we're your happiest way home. I'm going to guide you through this process. And the first step is to sit down and truly educate them. Uh, yeah. give them as much information as they want to know. A lot of times I'll have a repeat buyer. They know the deal, right. um, but it's scary. It's, it's a very it scary process. And so I always remind myself, okay, I know what's about to happen, but they don't. So I list very clearly, here are the steps. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to not do. <laughs> don't quit your job. Don't buy a car. Two weeks before you, know. you close on the yeah. mortgage. Don't go buy a don't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go take out more more loans. Right. And um and everybody has my cell phone. So yeah. evenings, weekends, whenever they have that question, whenever uh, a realtor is showing a house and they need me to run some numbers. You know, that's that's another way we differ from just banks. We don't have hours. Um, yeah. We're, we're open when they're open. If they're working, we're working. Yeah, and, amen to that. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. How many other people work with you in your office? Um, so I have... Um, do, do me a favor. Will you pull that microphone a little bit? There you go. Is that Sorry. better? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was it making goofy yeah, noises? Okay. That's okay. Um, so, you know, at any given time, we, in my branch here in Kerrville, we'll have... Um, six to 10 loan officers all doing their thing. Okay. Um, we have a, a, a transaction coordinator in our office that um, helps move the file along. We have a processor in our office. Um, and then we have maybe six or eight underwriters that the file each goes to, and they're based in San Antonio, but everybody else um, is, is directly there. 
they're my family. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. So we're small, but we're big. And and of course, you know, historically speaking, interest rates being at you know high twos, low threes, that's that that is not something that's normal. Um, no. But we always right. get people that it's tell not. us. Well, I remember back in 1981, interest 15, rates were 18%. 10%, yeah. 15%. Yeah. yeah. Well, my first house in California when we bought that, we got a rate of 8.5%, and we were thrilled. It had just come right. down from 10%. So, oh you know, gosh. it's all it's all relative. It's all re- that's right. It's all relative. It's it exactly is. Right. That's yeah. pretty amazing. And if you rent, you're paying 100% interest. Yeah. So owning something... Not only are you paying a lot less interest than you would renting, right? but that particular house that you own is also gaining value. I mean, it is the best savings account anyone could have is owning property. We, we tell people Long-term. all the time that your yeah. best uh, wealth building investment throughout your life is real estate, your home, your personal home, because it, yeah. it provides you some utility that you need anyway, mm-hmm. and you're always building up equity. Mm-hmm. Typically, now there's going to be time periods where you know sure. the values fluctuate. But if you live in Kerrville and have lived in Kerrville for any length of time, you just got your property appraisal in the mail. <laughs> and sure uh, did. Uh, Open uh, line up last night. Yeah, apparently yeah. everything is appreciating hand over fist over here. So yeah, um, and and that's part of the reason why it's so difficult to find affordable or attainable housing. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I think there's a lot of things that the city and local governments are doing to try to help with that. Uh, but there's a limited amount of things that we can do because we live in a capitalist system and mm-hmm. some of those things have to work themselves out through um, higher higher values. Mm-hmm. And the biggest uh, solution to high home prices is high home prices. Eventually, demand will, will drop off and it will bring home prices down, which is kind of the... We've, we've seen it. We've yeah. seen it a little bit. Sure. Yeah, because sure. it, it truly was out of control for a couple of years, it was out of control. So, you know, even though it, it's hurting right now, um, it was necessary. And yeah. I do think that, I do think that we're approaching the end of it. So if we just hold on a little bit longer. Got it right from Leslie Robertson. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what um, exactly, what day is it gonna change so that we can make sure we know this stuff? Get that, that crystal ball, <laughs> put it back together. Yeah, no, I really think by the end of the year, I, I truly do. Okay. If we can, uh, if we can just, if nothing else crazy happens and we keep the course, then then uh, we'll be back on track. We like what you're saying there because we right. feel the same way. By the end of the year, yeah. things will mean much much better, yeah. and and obviously they're going to be much different because yeah. things change whether you want it to or not. Well, yeah. now just recently, you know the that the they announced they were kind of tweaking. The pricing and and uh, whatnot for lending, and then it, they had a huge pushback. So yes. they kind of put the brakes on. They asked for input from now until August first. They want input, uh, the FHFA, um, before they implement whatever they're going to implement. So I know they're going to make some changes. Um, it'll probably be in August. Yeah. Um, to the pricing of loans. This happens all the time. It just it hasn't made news before, and uh, it's yeah. kind of like just the cost of inf- cost of living increase. You know, every company gives a cost of living increase. Well, um, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, it takes it takes money to get the loan placed with either Fannie Mae or yes. Freddie Mac. It, there's a certain cost associated with it, and so they're constantly tweaking that, and that's what they're 
that's what they're tweaking now. Um, they're they're taking a look at the current model and what needs to change. So I think it really upset people. They thought something crazy was about to happen. It's nothing new. Yeah, um, and I actually read an article. I wish I could pull it up right now because I don't remember the details, but it broke down uh, the details of, mm -hmm. of all of that, that whole matter. And it was basically kind of a misunderstanding. It actually wouldn't it, have it costed was. people with better credit, like more. Right. It, it just wasn't. Once they laid it out, I was like, oh, okay, okay. Well, that, that makes a lot of sense. And like, I could understand that. But, you know, my immediate thought was the average person, number one, isn't going to read that stuff no. to the extent that I I do because we're, we're like nerd out on that stuff, right? Or and it's understand like, it. Or understand mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So they, unfortunately, they opened up the curtain behind the Wizard of Oz yeah. to show how the system all works. And it's, it hurts your brain if it you does. truly, but that would be true of any industry. If you truly saw that's right, what it takes that. to get your to make the milk, yeah. to, to make the <laughs> that's right. I'd rather use milk, not sausage. <laughs> but you know what I mean? If we really stopped and yes. saw how everything worked from start to finish, yeah. Yeah. So it's okay. That's really the message that I want to leave you guys with is we should not panic. It's okay. Um, it, it's such a fine balance, our society. Mm -hmm. And so we just need to kind of keep that balance. It's when people um, freak out and go yeah. crazy that it throws things off balance even further. That's right. So. Uh, those, some of those banks in California that are no mm -hmm. longer in existence would be <laughs> highly inclined to agree with you. Right. <laughs> right. Leslie, you're such a level-headed person. I like you instantly. <laughs> I know. My glass is half full. That's that's one of my strong <laughs> points. Same, same here. Amen. We think we think we're going to be okay too. And, yeah. And sometimes you know, sometimes the ship rocks, and, and sometimes the rock is bigger than than right. other other times when it's rocking. But at the end of the day, we're not gonna. We're no. not we're not gonna flip over. No. We're yeah, we're not gonna capsize. I think we, we'll be okay. we will always be okay because yes. we give to Caesar what is Caesar's and it all works out in the yep. end. That's right. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. now, now if somebody wanted to get a hold of you and said, all of a sudden, my mom is listening to the program and she wants to get a mortgage. <laughs> not that she would, but uh, I guess she could. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, how how could she reach you? Well, you know, the best way is to call me. My um, cell number is 830-928-9080. Um, but I am on Thompson Drive as well, 322 Thompson Drive. Okay. Um, how about a website? Website is swbcmortgage.com. Uh, it's long slash Leslie dash Robertson. I think that's it right there. Hold on. This is the main page. I'm going to fix it. Slash slash Leslie dot Roberts. Uh, Les no. Yeah. Slash Leslie dash Robertson. Got it. Yeah. Way too long. Way too long. <laughs> My head just exploded okay. a little yeah. bit inside. Look at that. Hey, look at there that. There she is. There it is. Right. There it is. That's well, how you can reach me. I'll be sure to I post this link in the comment. Well, Plus, I you. tagged you on on Facebook. So thank if you're watching you. this right now, you can you can follow the uh, more the link there uh, to Leslie's page. Thank, thank you Facebook for post. for letting me come talk to you guys. Absolutely. Ooh, yeah. And thank unfortunately, we are in, in the. Uh, our time here today. Did you have any last thoughts you want to leave anybody with? Uh, words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Uh, buy low, so high. Buy low. <laughs> you know what? Just um, there you go. Um, uh, do what's best for your family. If you need a place to live, then find a place to live and and hook up with a lender and a realtor who you know are listening to you and doing what's best for you, not yeah. them. Yeah. Has has your best interest at heart. Correct. I like that. All right, Leslie, thank you again for being here. This was a real pleasure and a joy. Hope you enjoyed it as well. 
Thank you. Okay, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. We will catch you back here tomorrow. Actually, I'll be out tomorrow, but Wednesday we'll be back with market update for you guys. Thank you very much. Uh, don't forget to interact with us, share our content. Content It helps other people find the show. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Most weekdays, the stock market is open, and all places podcasts are possible, including Spotify. Thank you very much. We'll catch you later this week. Thank you.